There's a man that claims he saw and spoke to Brian Laundrie on Saturday, October 2nd at 12.30 a.m. Eastern Time in Tennessee near the North Carolina border. And I just printed this off today. I spotted it. I was working on a different video and I thought, you know what, let's get into this because there's a couple interesting points in here that I'd like to point out besides the obvious. So it says that a Florida man hiking the Appalachian Trail claims he saw Brian Laundrie driving in a white pickup truck around 12.30 a.m. Eastern on Saturday in Tennessee near the North Carolina border. It says, Dennis Davis, who spoke to a number of news outlets on Saturday, including Fox News Digital Twice, said it didn't at first register that the driver may have been Laundrie, but after the encounter, he looked up photos of the fugitive wanted on debit card fraud charges and he then felt convinced enough to call in the sighting to FBI twice, as well as 911 operators in Tennessee and North Carolina. He says, there is no doubt about it. That was Brian Laundrie I was just talking to, 100%, not a doubt in my mind. It says, uh, Davis said of the encounter after he looked up both a portrait and profile shot of Laundrie on his phone. Davis and some other hikers were going to leave a car at the northern terminus of the Appalachian Trail and he was going to sleep at the trailhead Friday night. He accidentally passed a parking lot near the trail and was going to make a U-turn on Waterville Road when a vehicle approached from behind him and flashed its headlights as if signaling to Davis that he could complete his U-turn. After completing his U-turn, he was driving back in the direction of the pickup truck when the man driving it stuck his hand out of the vehicle. I pulled up alongside of the vehicle, Davis explained. I rolled my window down and I started talking with the gentleman. I could tell right away that something wasn't right with him. He, his immediate thought was that the driver was on drugs at first, but after reflecting on it, Davis said he looked mentally shot. Davis added that the driver didn't look dirty at all. The driver then told Davis that he was lost and was trying to get to California after getting in a fight with his girlfriend. He said, me and my girlfriend had a fight and man, I love her and she called me and I need to go out to California to see her. Davis then told the driver to take I-40 West, but the driver said no and that he would rather stay on Waterville Road by the Pigeon River. Obviously, I-40 is the main highway and here we go, he wants to stay on the lesser roads. He said, no, I think this road that we're on, I'm going to take it to California. Now, this is the very important thing that I want to point out because remember in my past video, I talked about the text of no service in Yosemite and Yosemite is in California. And what else matches California? Also the sticker that Brian placed or we believe Brian placed on that van. It was placed and there's some confusion here. It was placed well after the body cam footage in Moab. It was actually placed after the 27th of August. And the sticker, as I outlined, was talking about the Nevada Triangle, which is the Bermuda Triangle version in Nevada, where people, weird things happen, people go get lost and they die, etc. and there's no service. So now, Brian is saying, I'm going to take this to Cal, I'm going to take the road to California, which just happens to match the Yosemite in California that he talked about in the text and also matches the sticker on the van. We continue on. The hiker thought about the encounter afterward as he'd started driving again and began to wonder whether it was laundry. 
He says, so I got to the spot where I was going to park and I pulled open my phone and I started looking through pictures. And the thing when I was talking to him, which really stood out to me was he had a very full, but short, very thick, dark black beard and mustache. And so when I parked my car and I pulled up the picture of him on the internet and there was that beard and mustache. Then it says, at that point, the hiker was 95% sure he had seen laundering called the FBI. When he got off the phone with the FBI, he looked at another profile shot of laundry and then felt 100% convinced that he spotted the fugitive, at which point he called the FBI a second time, as well as Tennessee and North Carolina police. The Haywood County, North Carolina Sheriff's Office said on their dispatch that they received a call from Davis around 2.40 a.m. Saturday near the Waterville exit, where he had cell service again to look at more photos of laundry. He related the story to police and the Sheriff's Office dispatches two to three deputies to the area. Deputies came across three idle vehicles, which they ran, but all came up inconsequential and were likely hikers' vehicles. It then says the sheriff's office, which said it received about 10 more sightings and calls between Saturday and Sunday, sent a team to mile marker seven near the Waterville exit. Tips have picked up within the last few days, but none have been as specific as Davis. Now we know from Dog the Bounty Hunter, he was saying that he believes that Brian was headed towards the Appalachian Trail. Remember that the FBI uh, was searching the Carlton Reserve and then dog comes in and he finds out that there's some you know evidence of brian being there at fort Desoto park so it's interesting here right on target where he's on the appalachian or so this man believes that he's on the appalachian and he's now driving a white ford pickup truck so that's important it says as of sunday morning neither the fbi nor the police had contacted davis the FBI, nor several police departments and sheriff's office in the areas of Tennessee and North Carolina Davis described, responded to inquiries from Fox News. It's a Xander McDowell, the co-owner of a bounty hunting team called Predator Hunter Nation, confirmed to Fox News that they spoke to Davis and are searching the area he described. It says investigators working with Dwayne Dog the Bounty Hunter Chapman are also honing in on portions of the Appalachian Trail in North Carolina as they continue their search for laundry. Lissa Chapman, Chapman's daughter, said her father's team is working on confirming several new leads in a Saturday tweet. As the manhunt for laundry forges on, people have claimed to have seen the 23-year-old avid hiker in Watuga County, North Carolina. According to multiple reports, users in a private Facebook page, Appalachian Classifieds, described how people were reporting seeing Brian Laundry in Boone, North Carolina, according to the Watuga, hopefully I'm saying that right, uh, Democrat. So that's actually not that far from Waterville. The sheriff's office told the local affiliate Fox 46, we were looking into these claims, but nothing has been verified. Sheriff Len Hageman told Fox News that the department was only monitoring social media reposts, nothing validated. And it says about the Appalachian Trail as a whole is the longest hiking only footpath in the world, ranging from Maine to Georgia. It spans more than 2,193 miles and across 14 states. In North Carolina alone, the Appalachian Trail encompasses 96.4 miles and reaches elevations of up to 5,498 feet. And also, um, speaking of the Appalachians as well, we heard Gabby's friend Rose talk about how Brian lived in the Appalachians by himself for months. So that's just a quick update. I've been working on things behind the scenes and 
as I was working on a update for October in terms of courts and all the, my cases that I've been covering, I came across this and I thought, holy moly, this is very interesting. Brian is supposedly, you know, um, spotted in the Appalachians and by this guy Saturday night. And it's only about 11 hour drive from Northport. So it's not that far, but we, you know, we thought that he was on foot for quite some time. And so did Dog the Bounty Hunter. And we saw that there was a few things he mentioned about, you know, the campsite and what he found, that monster he was drinking. So uh, this is very interesting. I'm going to be very interested in finding out what Dog has to say about this and, you know, what they actually find. Do you think he's going to get caught? I mean, how long can you go and evade the FBI? I, I mean, he's done a fairly good job, I guess, in the last couple of weeks as he hasn't been caught. But I mean, I think it's only a matter of time and pretty gutsy if it was Brian to actually say something to this guy. But maybe it's his way to try and, you know, enforce the story of, uh, you know, alibi. We saw in the past how he was leaving Wyoming and even when he was talking to, I guess, when he was talking to the two uh, people that he hitchhiked from and he was laying out the groundwork. So this is interesting that he's also mentioning California. And I had a viewer who messaged me and he was talking about going out west. And I had agreed. I, I feel that same way only because of these little weird things that, you know, Brian's leaving these little crumbs behind. But he did tell me about the Appalachians and he's talking about the trails and how it leads all the way out west. So it's interesting here that this has happened. So stay tuned for more. I will be digging in and um, let me know what you'd like me to dig into and let me know that in the, uh, in the comments below. I would really appreciate it. As these cases get a little more convoluted, sometimes it's, you know, there's 10 different ways you can look at it or 10 different avenues. So I'm just curious what you would be interested in. Let's have a chit chat below. Please subscribe if you haven't done so already. Please like and please share. Thank you so much for watching. See you soon.